everyone, I'm Melanie. And I'm Diana. And this is Two Queens in a Pod. Cast. Well, we just want to welcome everyone back and let you know what we're going to discuss today. Yeah, so we keep passing the torch back and forth. Today, Mel did some research on... Y2K. Y2K, everyone. Watch out. (laughs) Oh no, I'm so scared. (laughs) (laughs) So, we are going back in time to the year 1999. We were 10 years old, right? And it's December. I'm I'm painting the scene here. It's December 31st, 1999. (gasps) Tell me where you were. What were you feeling? Uh, Okay, December 31st, I was in Long Island at my um, mom's side of the family's crib. And my abuelita was in the corner with her rosary, <laughs> thinking this is the last this moment. Is it. This is it, right? And then, like, cut to, like, just, like, my parents, like, partying, having, like, champagne. <laughs> Me and my cousin were, were having uh, apple cider, but the apple cider that looks like it's champagne. Uh-huh. And we were, like, pretending to be drunk because I think we were starting to get the idea of what happened when people had alcohol, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, my abuela's freaking out, but my parents were chill. So there's like two completely different vibes occurring at the same time. Mm-hmm. And, what did, what yeah. would you think? What did you think Y2K was when you were 10? I was like really confused because I think like initially I thought it meant like the world was going to explode. But mm-hmm, then also right. whenever I asked my dad or my mom about it, they were just like, no, it's just like people are worried about the numbers. Like, I remember just being like something about zeros and there's too many zeros or something like that. So your like mom that. was like kind of comforting. Like she was like, oh, don't worry, Diana. Yeah. Like, yeah. like my mom and my dad, were, like my dad was coming off with a lot of facts that like I just didn't understand because mm-hmm. he was just saying things I didn't get. And then my mom was chill too. But then like my abuela lived with us. Like she didn't live with us, but she was one floor under in the apartment. So I was around her all the time. Uh-huh. So I definitely did get a vibe that like, Maybe Something my parents happening. Are, yeah, parents are lying like, to you. Yeah, like are my parents just make me feel good, and my abuela is like telling me the truth. Like, yeah, girl, yeah, it's yeah. over. <laughs> How about you? What was your so vibe? I definitely thought the world was ending. That was for that was for certain, and I think because we just didn't understand. And I remember Y two K thinking it was a bug at first, and like these bugs. Like it, I was thinking it was like gonna be like the locusts, like during like you know, Abraham's uh, story. Like, it's going to come and get us and kill us. But it was really a viral bug because it was a computer bug. Uh, Yeah. But I remember, you know, five days before, it's Christmas, you know? And I remember, like, six days before, and I was thinking, like, wow, this is... This is the last time I'm going to play with these toys. This is the last Christmas we're having. So I rode into the Y2K playing Toy Story 2 N64 game. You know, I was going to play that till the You're end. You're like, this is what I'm doing at the end. Yeah, like, yeah, this yeah. Is it. Yeah. <laughs> but then, you know, the clock strike midnight and we were all here. We yeah. didn't evaporate. Yeah. And I remember like as we were counting down, my abuela like freaked out more and more and more. And then all of a sudden we got to zero and I was like, look, everything's fine. And she's like, it was almost like she was like, like Dorothy coming out of, of the, Oz. of the house uh-huh. for the first time and seeing like color. Like yeah. she was just like elated. She was like yeah. so happy. <laughs> I love that. But what, like, honestly, what, 
what the what is going on with Y2K? Like, what was the actual issue? Like, what was it really actually about? So it was essentially a calendar problem. You know, the the, the calendar apocalypse of the end of the world as we know it, pretty much. And the reason behind that was because you can only so back in the day when programmers were creating computers yeah. and all this stuff, like the beginning of the beginning of the beginning. Computer. Yeah, okay. you know, they tried to save as much data as as possible so in order to put in like calendar dates instead of putting in 1998 they would put 98 you know like they save those two di- like dis dis uh these two like digital like digits, digits. yeah <laughs> so instead of like taking because back then I, okay i'm only assuming that computers like they were very basic so they could only hold so much storage right, yeah. so even eliminating those two numbers of the full years of the was four. saving a ton of money and, yeah it. so when it got to zero zero they were like oh no what if it thinks it's 1900 like twas i to go back in time like they so it kind of created all these errors that they thought that the banks weren't gonna understand and like newscasting and uh, everything like they thought it was gonna affect all of these things like the storage like just this like or just I don't know. Were, were people thinking like we were actually going to go back in time? Imagine <laughs> that like it was actually a time machine. I mean, the conspiracy theories could probably have one of those out there. Yeah, that actually technology, that computers were that powerful that yeah. all of a sudden it would be 1900 again. And this was like back in when AOL chat was a thing. So, you know, you get your information from there. It's kind of oh like getting God. TikTok these yeah. days, you know, the false news. The AIM instant message. Yeah. But I just, I love it because when I was like doing some research, you know, I was thinking about like the Y2K hysteria and a lot of it just came about from people not understanding the information, you know, not really understanding what's happening. So people were like stockpiling guns and food and thinking like this was going to bring about the apocalypse, you know? Was, was it, uh, was there like a toilet paper shortage like in, uh, <laughs> like like in 2000 COVID times? Maybe. I don't know. But I was doing a little bit more research on it, and I was like, you know what? I kind of want to know. What do you think Y2K stands for? Crickets. Crickets. (laughs) I feel like... Uh, I feel like I know, but I don't want to like mess it up. Okay, so it is. It stands for Y as in year, and then two K is two thousand. Yeah, so yeah, it's Y two K. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we have da- David Eddy. He's a programmer to to thank for that. He came up with Y two K. So thank you, David, for creating the hysteria of around the name. Was it all rooted in technology? Was there other issues around there? Like. I don't know. So it was just rooted in technology, but the technology was gonna affect a lot of things around banking. So people were taking out all of their life savings because they were assuming that if it went back to, say it went back to 1900, say they thought that, it could erase the amounts in your bank account because you didn't have money in your account in 1900. So you know how you have withdrawals and you could see them on your bank statements like May 2nd, 2022, you took out X amount of money. Back then that could get all erased because it was going back in time. Oh, I wow, that's kind of crazy. Like they were like, oh, any activity that occurred in the ninety nine in the nineties may get erased if the tech if like the computers can't handle. That's What's such a damn. Like what yeah. would you what would you do? Like what would you do if you had money at that time? I would have took it out. Yeah. I would have I would hit it in like yeah. my couch or something. Yeah. I don't know. I would 
been nervous. I definitely, I mean, us thinking that it was the end of the world is probably even worse than thinking you're never going to, you're going to end up living, but with no money. Right. <laughs> I don't know why, but it's making me think of uh, that movie with Jimmy Stewart and the banks. And he's like, give me money. <laughs> you're the richest man in town, George. Yeah. Oh my God. I'll never forget this. I was hanging out at Mel's and this is way past Y2K. We were watching It's a uh, Wonderful, it's a wonderful life. life, right? And like her dad rolls up in right in the last scene when, when it's all everything's like, happy. Yeah, everything's like, happy. They're celebrating. And yeah. the little girl's like, Daddy, every time a bell rings, an angel gets a swing. Yeah, so and my like, dad rolls in. Yeah, he rolls in. He's like, oh, hey, Melanie, Diana, you know, like everyone in that movie's dead. <laughs> I'm like. Or had a horrible <laughs> life. He said every yeah. actor in that movie had a horrible <laughs> life. Had a horrible life. And, it's, and they're not alive anymore. And I was like, really, thanks, wow. thanks, Dad. <laughs> yeah so bank all right yeah no i think i think i probably i don't yeah maybe i would have done the same just like i want that cash money right i know so i was kind of looking up because i'm like wow it kind of became a big thing in the late 1990s right like this y2k hysteria but i was like how did they not know that this was going to exist or like this was going to happen? But apparently they did. So the first like actual attention that it got that this might be an issue in the year 2000 was in 1958 by a guy named Bob Beer. Yeah. And he was a geology um, software engineer. And he was kind of like looking at it and he was like, wait a minute this might be a problem come 1999. And he was like kind of telling everyone like, wow, if like we put all this data in and then it kind of reverses, like what's going to happen? Like what, you know, what like, all we this. Lose it. Right. And everyone's like, chill out, Bob. Like it's the 60s. Like we don't need this kind of like energy right now. And then <laughs> you're killing our vibe. You're killing like, our you're vibe, harshing my Bob. mellow. <laughs> and then, you know, and then 40 years later, everyone's like, oh my God, Bob was right. <laughs> Why did we listen to Bob? Why did we listen to Bob? <laughs> And so, back in the 60s, weren't, like, computers, like, the size of rooms? Oh, they were, they were, they were, they were their whole room. Yeah. They yeah. were massive. Um, but, yeah, it was kind of crazy. And then, so, I, I just want to ask you. So, obviously, you know, they were scrambling and everyone was trying to create software to kind of mediate the issue. Mm-hmm. So, the U.S., being the U.S., had the most amount of money spent on trying to fix these problems. I just want to ask you, how much money do you think the United States spent on developing software and hiring people to try and create these on issues? Oh, God. I'm afraid. Just give me a number. One million dollars. Four hundred billion (laughs) dollars it cost the United States. And there were places like South Korea and Italy that were like, you know what? Let's restart. Alexa, off. You know what? Alexa, off. See, technology's taking over. (laughs) Alexa, off. All right. right, Temporarily. Okay. Do we we want to edit this out? Do do we want to just? Do we want to embrace the mistake, or do we want to go back to the question? We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Okay. Um, where was it? Oh, okay. So places like South Korea and Italy were like. I'm just going to see what happens, you know, like we're not going to develop or or like put any money into it. And they literally had no problems like the rest of the world. What? Yeah. Ew. I hate hearing that because yeah. like you could have just gave everyone in America like a billion, um, like half a million dollars. Yeah. Seems typical. <laughs> seems seems normal. Oh, my God. 
But I feel like when I was looking up all the Y2K stuff and kind of reminiscing about how I felt back then, it kind of made me think of how many times in our generation as 33-year-old adults, mm-hmm. how many times we have lived through the end of the world. Oh, my God. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I what, was a, like... what was a big one that I'm thinking of that we both remember? <laughs> I know what you're talking about. I think it had to do with the Mayan calendar. No. No? The devil's number. Oh, is that what it was? It was 666. Six, six. So June 6, 2006 was going to be the end of the world for some community that started this trend. Oh, wow. That's funny. And remember that's everyone was. was like, oh, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Yes. And I was the voice of reason. Yeah. Yeah. We, were, <laughs> we were juniors in high school. And I'm like, Diana, like... 666 it's like right around the corner like yeah you're like Dinah like I really like the world might end and I was like no because actually on the 16th the little mermaid's coming out on blu-ray and dvd so there's no way the world can end before the drop yeah and I was like wow logic logic and it was like and that was like back then when blu-ray was like the biggest or like even dvds were like the biggest thing and i yeah. was like no you're right we need to watch little mermaid on yeah. dvd yeah the world it's just coming end. out of the vault like remember like <laughs> yeah, the disney the vault. vault and it would like come out of the vault like once a year <laughs> we're such suckers because like right now everything's on disney plus i know just like well because whereas we have the vhs's and mm. so whenever another thing dropped you're like we got we gotta have it yeah i basically treated like disney Disney drops coming out of the vault like uh, like concert tickets. They like should, have, they should like... do that now. Like They shouldn't have all the content on Disney+. Plus. They should do like once a month they drop something. I feel like that would make their subscribers stay. You know? I think so. <laughs> but I think there was like the, the anticipation that really got us like hooked. Which is really funny because as big of a deal as we made it back then. You know me. I like throw out everything. Mm-hmm. I don't keep anything. You know, like in our Rockaway episode, you said I'd be great in Apocalypse because I would just be like, leave it. You don't leave need it. Leave it, leave it, leave it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, just bring your towel and sunscreen. Yeah. I end up getting rid of all my Disney DVDs. I don't have them. The I don't DVDs know. DVDs or the VHSs? The DVDs. Okay. Because I had, we used to have the VHSs and we used to have stacks and stacks of them and we obviously threw them out. Yeah. But on like a TikTok came out recently. It was like, have you keep your Disney VHSs? Don't tell they're me how worth much they're thousands. Worth. And I was like, <laughs> I hate that. I hate that. It's like, so hard not to like know what's gonna be worth things. Like, <laughs> like the Ty Beanie Babies. Oh, you yeah. Know? Well, they're really not worth it. Like, no, it's not as big as they're they, making out on TikTok. They published books saying things. like this will be a trillion dollars. Yeah, by it was all, and it was all a, and it was all a scam, and we all fell for it. Yeah. Um. But oh my god. So so what's and now we're th- now go back to the Mayan calendar. That was the third apocalypse that we survived. Yeah, and like it's funny because I remember people making a big deal about it, and they were like, "Yeah, so like the Mayans b- pretty much wrote every year and every date." And this is back before, like this is before a printing press, everything. Like mm-hmm. there was people whose pure job was to just write dates, thousands and thousands, like to make calendars, thousands right. and thousands of years in advance, right? And so like. They eventually stopped making it after like 3,000 years. And everyone's like, see? And now the world's going to end. I was and like, really, maybe. It's, like, it's just one guy who like just got tired. Yeah, or, or like, he retired. Died. He like died or tired. <laughs> like that was it. Like they were they, like, I don't know. Like, of course they're going to stop at some point, you know? Mm-hmm. So like I never was on that vibe. Like, yeah. did you remember any of that? 
I don't even remember what year that was. It was 2012. And I remember, and I'm going to tell you why I remember. I was working at TGI Fridays at the time as a bartender. And I, we just finished college, like only a year at, before this happened. Right. And <laughs> we had a huge, I, I'm telling you, a huge poster. I'm going to try and find it and po- post it onto the Instagram. Um, a huge poster that said, have your end of the meal party at Fridays on December 11th, 2012. <laughs> The American way. And capital. We, had, we had a literal countdown. Like it had a whiteboard and it would like, we would like count down until the end of the world. But you know what? Spend it at Fridays. Oh my God. Leave it to TGI Fridays to capitalize on yeah. the end of the world. The marketing team was working overtime on that. Oh my gosh. Wow. That's so funny. Yeah. But it, it just, yeah, it's just crazy to think that at the end of the day, it was a calendar problem, you know? And it's like, <laughs> I was always thinking, like, it's just us going back in time. Like, let's just all reverse back to the 1900s and just live that life out. But it, but now I'm thinking, I saw a TikTok the other day and I was like, it says, oh, anyone who's born in, like, the 1989, you know, we, we technically were born in the 1900s. Yeah. Yeah. No, like anyone... Real- well, even anyone in the 90s, no? The 90s, yeah. So yeah. Uh, if you were born after the 2000s. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're millennials. Like that, That. Uh, yeah, we were born in the 1900s. 1900s. And we were born in the 80s, which is really funny because you see people on um, like really young TikTokers talking about like, People born in the 80s. Yeah, See, I'm very how old you are. I'm very upset. My birthday is September 29th. I was three months away from being a 90, 1990 kid. See, you like that you would have wanted to be a 1990 Yes, kid? because you always can remember how old you are. You know, it's like 2022. I'm 22. You know? Right. Yeah, no, but you just do that minus one. Oh, you know, that's a lot more work. <laughs> you got to have the calculations in there and everything. <laughs> I like being 89 because it's really funny because like Gen Xers, people who are a little bit older than us mm-hmm. i like to be like oh yeah like i'm an 80s baby and they're like yeah like when were you born i'm like 1989 they're like you're not really an 80s baby i'm like i'm technically an 80s baby i think that's definitely how people feel in 1999 like yeah. they're like i'm 90s baby too yeah and they own it if you were born in 1990 you kind of you kind of own that. i own the 89 though and actually you know it's really funny so i'm definitely not a Taylor Swift fan like I don't I don't not like her but I just don't know a lot about her mm-hmm. and I went um thrifting for, 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 for <laughs> I know where this is going ready <laughs> I went thrifting uh thrift shopping and I was like oh snap <laughs> there's a shirt that says 1989 this is so cool and so like I buy it and I'm like I'm like rocking it thinking like you know I'm I'm like I don't know like I found yeah yeah, like like I found this like this like really novel like like uh, t-shirt and like no one would know I remember this one time like this random older guy was like what happened in 89 he's like what happened in 89 I was like I was born he was like okay good for you (laughs) like but then like one day I think it was you you're like oh snap I didn't know you like T-Swift and I'm like no I mean I don't not like her but what do you why would you think I like T-Swift her her album on your (laughs) t-shirt And I'm like, how did this woman copyright an entire year? <laughs> like, she owns that year now. Like, I can't rock it. She but then- can do whatever she wants, Diana, okay? <laughs> she is Taylor Swift. <laughs> she's a millionaire. I'm pretty sure she's a billionaire. She's a billionaire? Um, I mean, she's probably close to it. I don't think she's, like, an actual millionaire, but... Damn. I don't know. Well, all I know is 10 years after that was, was like, almost the end for us, we thought. 
Do you and remember? Then, like, and then ten years after that was another run for us. Yeah. Well, wait. Yeah, yeah. Every ten years, people just want to like freak out. Yeah. When's the next? When's the next end of the world? Do you know? Is there any? Well, is I there think any more out there? COVID was kind of like end of world vibes. Yeah, I guess. Wasn't everyone's like lock up? <laughs> Don't come out. <laughs> Don't come out. <laughs> but uh, you know what's funny? Because I was thinking, you know, like how people get pain to get a pleasure like you know like you go in an ice water and come out like the the polar plunge to like feel pleasure do you think like that's a thing like we create these in like enormous problems just to feel something when we survive them <laughs> <laughs> it's really funny because i feel yeah i i could see that it's like oh we, we're kind of comfortable in our, our existence like let's shake things let's, up and like shake it up. <laughs> really appreciate our existence after that <laughs> i mean i'm just thinking back to um like prince's song like 1999 like we're gonna party like it's 1999 and i bet you when he was conceiving it he was thinking like everyone's gonna be so joyous like it's gonna be so much fun like doing disco cut to like people raining toilet paper and and, like hoarding rifles (laughs) i'm just like imagining like a meme like your expectations and then what it was the reality Yeah, I could see that. You know, you know, actually, um, humans are the only animals that actually um, receive pleasure out of pain, like neurologically. Wow, we're really fucked up. Yeah, we're pretty messed up. (laughs) We're going to come back as animals in our next life. (laughs) Imagine you're like, I want to come back as an animal. And then they make you like a stupid snake or something. You're like, no. Or even worse, a stupid person. <laughs> I get another stupid person. <laughs> but, uh, wow. All right. It's not the end of the world, but yeah. I think it's the end of this podcast for today. I concur. All right. Well, <laughs> enjoy, everyone, and I hope you find your way out of here. Yeah, find your joy. Find your joy. <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.